Hey, and welcome to the Female Startup Podcast. I am your host, Lucille Roach, and I help new online-based female entrepreneurs just like you who are feeling confused and overwhelmed about where to start and what to focus on in your business, create a plan of action that helps you to navigate your business and attract the right clients. So you are ready to your business, you're working a nine to five, how do you find a balance between the two? How do you know how much time to spend on your business? What activities to focus on? So that's the focus of this episode of the Female Startup Podcast. I'm going to be sharing my tips and strategies to help you to balance running your business and also work in a nine to five without burning yourself out. And I think it's important to say that this is going to be really helpful for you if you are somebody who wants to transition to working full time in your business. If you're not interested in working full time in your business, then the tips that I'm going to be sharing may not be as helpful for you because you may not want to spend or invest as much time and energy on your business because for you, it's just a side hustle and you're focusing on your career. But you'll still get some value from this episode and I'm still going to share some tips with you for what's worked for me to help you to find that balance between the two. I do have to do this disclaimer that at the end of the month, I will no longer be working nine to five and I will be full time in my business. But I just think it's still worth giving you some tips and some strategies to help you to understand, well, how do you do it all? So the first thing that I did was I worked out what time I had available to work on my business. Now, that's important because you need to understand how many hours you have available during the day to be able to apply to work on your business. So, for example, I worked 8 a.m. till 4 p.m. So when I was working out, well, what time could I start working on my business in the evening? I had to be realistic with the time that I had. So I had to say to myself, well, if I finish at four, I'll probably get home for around half four. Then I've got to do things like cook the dinner. I've got to wash up the dishes, I've got to have a wash, I've got to have time to relax as well. So by the time I've done all of that, it's probably going to be about 6, 6.30. So realistically, I'm not really going to be able to spend any meaningful time working on my business until at least 6.30 p.m. So I realized that I could work from 6.30 p.m. in my business after I finished my day job and I could work until around about 9, 9.30 at night. So I had about three hours during the week where I could work on my business. And that was really useful for me to know. And also it gave me permission to have some downtime as well. And so knowing what time I could work on my business, one of the other things that really helped me as well is to prepare as much as I could in terms of preparing my dinner for example so I know so hi I've got a few people that have joined live on Instagram so fashion Africana Sophia once upon a bite welcome 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 so I would prep in advance my dinner. So rather than having to come home every single night and cook from scratch, what I would do is I'd prep as much as I could in advance as possible, because that meant that I had more time to spend on my business when I came home from work. So now that I was clear that I had this time that I could spend on my business, so I have these three hours in an evening where I could spend on my business. And 
it was important for me to get into the habit of doing that because I needed to form a habit. I needed to get into the habit of being able to spend this time working on my business rather than spending it on Netflix or just watching TV. And if you've read the book Atomic Habits by James Clear, then you'll know that one of the things that you need to do to be able to, to build a habit is to do something consistently. So the more consistently you do something, the easier it is for it to become a habit and then it forms this pattern. So it made it easier for me to get into a routine by knowing that I had these set hours that I'd be working in my business. And I also just have to say this disclaimer as well, that even though I had set hours for when I was going to work in my business, I was flexible. So hey, Carab, hey, Anis Arts, hey, Joy Conlon. So I was flexible because at the time, uh, you know, so about a year ago, at the height of the pandemic, my day job is as a manager. So as a manager, I'm coaching people, I'm helping them to achieve their goals, and I'm responsible for their development and their progress. And about a year ago, at the height of the pandemic, uh, my, my current employee were going through a really difficult time where they were furloughing a lot of people and there were lots of redundancies as well. And so as a result of that, I had to spend more time working one-on-one -on -one with people. I had to spend more time coaching people. I had to attend a lot more meetings. So my time was being taken up by so many different activities in my day job. So it made it difficult then when I was working on my business for me to focus because I didn't have the energy. I kind of lacked that energy. So again, having those set hours that I was working on my business gave me a frame of reference and also allowed me to think I can spend three hours working on my business in the evening but if I'm tired then maybe I just need to reduce that to an hour and a half or an hour and it just depends on the activity that I am doing in my business on that given time. And one of the things that I also did as well is that because I'm a coach, I also coach clients. So I had to work out, well, when is it that I would be available to coach clients? So first of all, identifying how many hours in the evenings could I spend working on my business? And then also what days would I be able to service my clients? What days would I be able to coach my clients? And so I decided that I wasn't going to coach, do any coaching at all on a Friday. So that left Monday to Thursday that I had available for coaching. And I didn't want to spend every single day coaching. So I kind of gave myself these fixed days for when I would start coaching. So I would do a Monday is my coaching day and a Wednesday is my coaching day. And I also do Thursdays as well. But I try to keep the Tuesdays free from coaching clients. So now I have I can spend three hours a day in the evenings working on my business between 6.30 and 9.30. Now I can also coach clients on a Monday. Wednesday, Wednesday and a Thursday and I know that I've got a Friday free. One of the other things that really helped as well is that when I started working from home is that I was able to get up earlier in my day job and then that allowed me the flexibility to start working on my business earlier so normally I would get up at maybe seven o'clock to start work at 7 30 or eight o'clock but sometimes I would get up at six or I'd get up at 6 30 so that I would have that extra time to be able to work on my business because we're all different and for me I do have more focus I've got more brain cells first thing in the morning so that's when I have more energy that's when I have more time it's first thing in the morning when I am when I'm more alert so by waking up earlier I could then do some work on my business before I then had to start my day job as well one of the other things that I did is that when I was working in the office 
is that at lunchtime, I would do some work on my business as well. So maybe at lunchtime, I would post on social media because that's still me working on my business. I would also do some research. So maybe I'd listen to a course or listen to a podcast to kind of help me in my business, to help me with a skill that I needed to develop. So I would either do it early in the morning, I would do it on my lunch break, or I would do it in the evenings, giving myself that grace that if I had a really hard day at work and I was tired, that I would give myself less time on my business. Not that I was sacrificing one over the other, but it's really important that you manage your energy. I'm not one of those people, one of those coaches who's gonna say to you, in order to be successful, you need to be up at 4 a.m. every single morning, you need to meditate for an hour, and then you need to dedicate everything that you've got to working on your business. You have to have balance and you have to listen to your body. We're all different, we all have different ailments, we've all got different levels of comfort that we are used to. I get tired. I can't do working 24-7 in my business. So I have to work when my energy levels are right, when my energy levels allow me to work. And by creating this habit where I'm doing 6.30 to 9.30 in the week, or sometimes in the mornings, or sometimes in my lunch break, I'm conditioning my body to become used to working my day job and then also working in my business as well. So that's one of the things that I did to help me in terms of working in my business. So one of the other things that really helped me as well is that, and I didn't change my hours for my business, I changed my hours for health reasons. But one of the other things that really helped me is modifying my hours in my day job. Employers more and more nowadays are becoming more flexible with allowing you to work different hours, with allowing you to work compressed hours, especially now with the pandemic and employers and I realising that actually we can allow people to work from home. It isn't an issue if people now work from home. So one of the things that helped me was to finish earlier on a Monday and a Friday. So I was still working the same number of hours a week. I was just working less hours on a Monday and a Friday and working more hours Tuesday to Thursday. And as I say, that, that was for health reasons. But actually what it did is it also helped me to give to give me more balance in my business. So one of the other things that you may be able to do, so if you're not able to do work in the evenings, if you're not able to do work in the mornings or during your lunch break, is maybe speak to your employer to see if you can change your hours and work compressed hours. And that may be for you that you work four days and you have one day off. So during those four days, you work longer hours. And then during that one day, you can just spend that whole time working on your business. And you have to find what's right for you. And I'm a really big advocate of saying there is no one size fits all when it comes to running your business. You have to find what works for you. And that's why I love one-on-one -on -one work because I can work with my clients, get to know their strengths and weaknesses and really find the way that works for them and not really dictate and say, well, because I do this, that means that you have to do this as well. Because I get you may work 12 hour shifts. So it may not be possible for you to come home from a 12 hour shift and then work on your business. So you have to find, you have to identify what time would I have in the evenings or during the day to be able to work on my business. That's going to be different. Like I said, for me, it was doing it in the morning, doing it in the evening and also on my lunch break as well. So once you've identified the amount of time that you have to spend on your business, the next thing that you need to do is you need to identify what are the activities that you are going to do.
So for me, I've talked about the evening so far, and I will talk about the weekend later on, but let's focus on the evenings for now. So if I'm assuming I've got five, five days a week, I can work three hours a day in my business. The next thing to do is I need to identify, well, what are the activities? What are the things that I'm going to be doing in my business using that limited time I have, those three hours? So what I decided would be beneficial for me was to identify what are my client generating activities? So if you're a service-based business, if you've got an online-based business, your main focus should be on getting clients and customers through the door in your business. And you have to identify what are the activities that I should be doing to be able to get clients and customers through the so that may be, for example, you may be posting on social media, whatever social media platform it is that you use. So you may decide that's one of the activities that you're going to use. Another activity may be that you're going to be visible in Facebook groups and you're going to be providing advice and guidance to people on Facebook groups. You may decide to do lives. You may be writing a blog post. Whatever your client generating activities are, you need to identify them. Because what I decided what I wanted to do for myself is because in the evenings, it would be more beneficial for me to spend time on those client generating activities. So that's exactly what I did. So it's not just about identifying the time that you have, it's identifying what you will do with the time that you do have. So like I say, for me, uh, it was things like posting on social media. So what I would do is that I would create a strategy so that I would know what content that I'm going to be posting throughout the week. And then I would schedule that content. So that content would be automatically posted. If I couldn't schedule the content in advance, so maybe with LinkedIn, I don't know of a way where I can schedule the pace without going into LinkedIn jail. So what I would do is I would just write out my captions and my call to actions and I'd write them out for the entire week in advance. And so then what I would do during the week then is that all I would need to do is just post it. I would just need to post what I've already written out. That then saves me time. So I'm still creating, or I'm still doing client generating activities but I'm not having to do everything from scratch on the day of. So then that gives me more time to be able to engage with people. It gives me more time to be able to, for example, search on LinkedIn for my ideal clients. It gives me more time to spend on Instagram, engaging in comments and, and messaging people. So I was very clear that these were the activities that I was gonna do during the week and I was gonna focus on these client generating activities. Now, on the weekend, because I had more time, I was able to dedicate Saturday and a Sunday to also working in my business. And then again, it's a matter of preference for you whether you want to whether you want to work in your business on the weekend. For me, that was when I had the longest period of time where it was uninterrupted, where I could spend as much time as I wanted to on my business because I didn't have any other distractions. I didn't have anything else that would be getting in the way of me being able to work on my business so what I did was is that I decided that the weekend I would use for those bigger activities that I needed to do on my business that would take more time and would take more energy so I'm talking like maybe creating a program so I created my business starter program on the weekend so I outlined the course I recorded the videos I uploaded them I created all of the graphics and I did all of that on a weekend because I knew that I had more time 
So on the one hand, I'm saying that Monday to Friday, I'm focused on client generating activities. I've got around three hours that I can work on my business during the week. So I'm going to use those three hours as much as I can on a client generating activities. On the weekends, I use that time to do those bigger tasks, those bigger activities that I know will take me longer to do, like creating programs, like creating a website, like recording episodes of my podcast. So all of that I do on the weekend because I've got more time to give myself to be able to do that. So I'm just going to summarize the tips that I've given you so far. So first thing to do if you want to balance working a nine to five and running your business as well is to identify how many hours, how much time you can spend on your business during the week. Once you've identified how much hours you can spend on your business during the week, you need to make it a consistent habit so that you so it becomes part of your routine. So it almost becomes something that's so unconscious that you automatically do it. So you've identified the core hours that you're going to be working in your business in the evening. Once you've done that, then you need to identify what are the activities that you're going to be do what that you're going to be doing during those hours for me it was more important to focus on those client generating activities it also helped me to plan my week as well because I knew exactly what I was going to be doing during the week I knew that I was going to be focused on client generating activities once I did that then I then looked at my weekends and I asked myself did I have time on the weekend to be working in my business and I did and so what I decided to do is because I had more time on the weekend to work on my business, that I was going to spend that time working on the activities, which would take more time and more energy, and that I knew that I just wouldn't have the time and energy to do during the evening. And that's things like recording programs, recording my podcast, updating my website, creating landing pages, all of those things that take a lot of time. It made sense for me to do those things on a weekend. And so some of the other tips that I shared for you as well to help you to manage balancing working in your business and working at your nine to five is to maybe start work earlier. So see if you can start work earlier and use the time in the morning to be able to work on your business, identifying those activities which are important for you to do. Maybe on a lunch break, you can do some work on your lunch break. Even on, you know, if if we're still in the situation where people are going into the office to work or going into a building where it is that you have to work then maybe on the commute to work there's a way that you can do some work then but the most important thing is is that once you've identified how much time that you can spend on your business you need to identify what activities that you're going to be doing because there's no point in saying I've got three hours to work on my business if you have no really good idea about what it is that you're going to do in those three hours what are the activities that you'll be doing in those three hours that are going to be helping you in your business and one of the things that I've just created is a business audit and this business audit is a 45 minute one-to-one session where I will meet with you I will identify what's one goal that you have in relation to your business or one obstacle that you're facing in your business maybe it's that you know you're afraid to be visible you don't have the confidence you just don't know what to focus on whatever it is we will talk about whatever it is that you want help with and at the end I will produce a report for you 
detailing the steps that you need to take to help you to achieve that goal or to overcome that obstacle. So if you're sitting here listening to this and you're just like, yes, I get it that I need to dedicate time to working on my business, but I have no idea what activities I should be doing in that time that I'm dedicating to my business, then book yourself in for an audit. Because in the audit, like I say, I will, I will list out the activities that you should be focusing on to help you to achieve your goal. If your goal is to attract clients, I will identify the steps that you need to take based on where it is that you are, what it is that you are currently doing, that you need to do to be able to attract those clients. So you will have this step-by-step -step list of the things that you need to do so that when you're planning your time in your business, you can look at that report and you can identify, okay, then so Lucille said, one of the things that I need to do is I need to be visible on social media. So I'm going to spend my time in the week on this client generating activity of being visible on social media. And you'll understand in the report what it means to be visible on social media. So those are my tips for you if you want to balance running your business and working a nine to five. I also just want to say that, again, and I know I said this earlier, but I think it's important to mention it again. There is no point in burning yourself out. There is only so much that you can do. Your energy levels are going to be different to everybody else's. So please don't think that you have to do what everybody else is doing in their business. Because when you see some people on Instagram and maybe they're talking about, I woke up at 4am this morning and I went for a jog and I spent four hours working on my website or doing whatever it is that they're doing. That doesn't mean that you have to do exactly the same thing. You have to find whatever it is that works for you. And the only way that you'll find what works for you is by trial and error. And that's exactly what I had to do. And remember what I said again is that you build a habit, you develop a habit by that consistent action. So do it consistently, see how it goes, try it out. And if it doesn't work, try something else. I've given you different tips for what it is that you can do to be able to create time in the evenings, to be able to work on your business, like cooking in advance so that you're not having to go home and cook. Maybe if you have children, there's somebody that you can ask to look after the kids. Maybe you can have a specific room in the house, which means that once you go into that room, everybody in the house knows you're in work mode and not to disturb you unless the house is on fire so you have to find what works for you so that's what worked for me i hope that's really helpful for you and until the next episode of the female startup podcast happy goal getting thanks for listening don't forget to subscribe and leave a review bye